and action. Welcome to Beerfield. I am your host at Beerfield Hop with two Bs, Chris Hopper, as always, joined by Matt Ryan, minor underscore FFB, at Beerfuel3. Guys? Sir? I had a different way I was going to do that this week, and I totally forgot what it was, and <laughs> yeah, here we are. Here we are. I thought about it like three days ago while I was driving home listening to New Heights. All right now. All right now. All right now. Uh yeah, we got injury news and stuff. And then I think we're gonna try to reset some narratives, but we're gonna be doing it on the fly because we decided that literally on the fly before we came on air. <laughs> That's what we were gonna do. So, you know, guys, when we've been doing this for four hundred episodes, sometimes you just gotta not uh you just, sometimes you just gotta roll with the punches. Just gotta dive in head first. Episode four fifty seven. We just gotta, yeah. you know, take things higher. Can you take <laughs> me higher? Higher. Can you take me higher? Anyway. And the sound of that is YouTube slapping shit on us for playing. Nah, Dream. they won't. They won't. That nah, won't it's, it's just. It wasn't just long greed. enough. wasn't it, long it, enough. That's what she said. Aw. It's just great. They're well. back. They're they're playing shows this summer or a show, and they're now in Vikings lore and Rangers lore. Oh my god! They're playing shows this summer. Well, a show. I'm really hoping they announce a oh, a U.S. Man. tour because I'd have to go see them. You like, know who's coming to? You know who's doing a full fucking tour? Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, you I know how expensive tickets time. are, dude. We looked. Last oh my god, night. they're ridiculous. They're fucking stupid. Standing room at the Enterprise Center was like seven hundred and eighty-five dollars yeah. for Blink and Pierce the Veil. I'm like it's so fuck fuck mm. why? Like pit standing room. I remember the days of standing room pit floor tickets were like the last time I saw them, I got fifty well, bucks at the most. Uh, the last time I saw them, I got lawn tickets at Enterprise for twenty-five dollars. Or not Enterprise at uh Riverport or whatever yeah. the hell it's called now. Actually, I've never known it as Riverport, but because that's what the locals call it, and here we are. This is a Godwin amphitheater in St. Louis. Um, yeah, so we're gonna talk some narratives and do some news, and then we'll look at what's happened, what's going on in Week Eight, and preview some things. And if anybody's got trades to talk about, we can do that. I think there's at least one I want to discuss because. Felt like an overpay. We had a couple. I don't of think I have any. Happened. I like overpays. There was a conversation I that was had with me today for for Brees Hall. And it, you, know, you can tie in a conversation of positional value. It, yeah, into posi- this. I yeah, guess. and positional value is where I want to go with. Perfect. With the, uh, Look at that. The, the Andrews trade that went down. Oh, and that it's right. Yeah, I sent like, an offer out to Ryan in that league, and he never responded. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, Dick, I don't even yeah, want him really? anymore. 
No, no, no. This isn't my home league. No. I was going to say, I was like, I'm like, I usually reply to every like thing. Yeah, no, it's you it's home league. But I want to get into positional value on on that trade because yeah. I think it, it comes into play with that particular format. Um hey, Chris got one touchdown. Just got the yep. notification. You said you that. Did. Yeah. I did, but you know. And I think we had a Cooper Cup trade that happened in one league to discuss. I don't remember what league that was. Did we talk? I thought we talked about it, maybe not. I don't think we did. I thought we, I thought we talked about it last episode. I don't think it had happened by last episode. Uh, there's a well, I had to have. I played him last. I've had him for two weeks. A pretty even trade. Oh, no, there was a different Cooper Cup trade. Oh, a different Cooper Cup trade. Okay. <laughs> not Cup that trade. Cooper Cup trade. <laughs> yeah. No, that's was, fair. The one that I looked at and said, that doesn't include a third. Huh. I got to remember what league that was in, though. No, no, I see why Ryan forgot that that's what the trade was for for Andrews. Now I see why Ryan ignored my trade trade offer. <laughs> oh, it wasn't that one. I don't know. I wish there was an easier way to search this. I should really start. Just go to Cooper. Just go to just go to a lead that you have Cooper Cup in, and then you and should be able to him, search lead. Yeah, but I don't know which lead, that won't tell me what league you got traded in. I thought it showed like transitional histories with it too. I don't know. Maybe does it? Uh, I, I, no, I'm not sure. Wasn't that one? Wasn't that one? I'm pretty sure it wasn't that one. Could have been that one. It might be leagues that he's involved in that you have him on your team. Let's see. Cooper Cup. You can see history. transaction history in your team. There it is. It was the listener league. Oh, see, Ryan, you're in this league. And it was yesterday. So <laughs> it wasn't it was yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I. I sent eyes on that one. I was like, what? Say what? Look at this. Yeah. So we got a couple of trades that we'll talk about. Um, and then, yeah. Oh, we'll, okay. We'll reset some narratives. So where do you do that, though? Beer. That was a lot of talking without me having anything to drink. <laughs> Literally nothing. Yeah. What's fueling beer fueled? How? <laughs> and that's just gonna keep popping up randomly. It's gonna be we're in the middle of conversation. It's hi, ceiling. Can you turn? Yeah, it's yeah. I'm just not can wait. Start trying to skip it. I could probably edit that out on the fly if I wanted to. No, keep it in there. <laughs> okay. There's, I tagged them so. Creed. No, I care. Okay. The idea is not to get copyright claimed. <laughs> no, they'll be like they'll be like they'll be all excited. Like no, oh, wow, they won't. So many... No, they won't be. <laughs> it's Creed. We have fifty listeners. That's not how that's gonna go. I mean, I'll talk we... about it. I just <laughs> okay. How about you talk about what you're drinking instead? All right, tonight I am drinking New Belgium's Cryo Ranger IPA. It's a new can. It's a uh, skeleton in a. Looks like a ski coat holding a ice block in it. Pretty unique. God damn it. Pretty cool can art. Kind of grabbed my eye. What is it? In at a, I wasn't paying attention. It's one of the it's them it's the main skeleton from New Belgium, just dressed up differently. Yeah. No, I, I almost accidentally overfilled my cup. Look at that. That's that's it's a good amount of head though. There's always a good amount ahead. Not in this house. He's got a frost. He's got, Jesus. 
<laughs> Even leaves him with a frosty stash, too. Also happens nice. in this house. Hey! Hey! And just Promotion like that, toss. we're demonetized. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> we never were. In the we never place. were. <laughs> All right, I'm drinking a brewery I haven't had before. This is, uh, were you done, Ryan? I'm sorry? Were you done? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this is Hopewell Brewing. This is our October okay. Fest lager. Um, they are out of Chicago, Chicago, that sounds, Illinois. That sounds yeah. right. So I have not had anything from them yet that I can recall. Um, so this Oktoberfest will be my first impression. I am uh going back to the well because I totally I had meetings all day and I completely forgot to get beer, but I'm drinking again. A little more Kansas City stuff to get through. Had him on a few weeks ago, but this is uh BK BKS. Uh it stands for Brookside Brewery. This is the street that the brewery is on. It's a little microbrewery out of Kansas City, Missouri. This is uh their Citra and IPA, seven percent. Um nice. just loads of citra hops. Um every time I hear it, I just I just think of uh super troopers. Citra and Citra and you know, because it's Glittering yeah. and smoking the reefer. Smoking the reefer. Candy bars. News. Oh, shit. Hold on. There it is. I lost the paper. Yes. Uh, checking in right now on Thursday Night Football, by the way. I forgot to do this in the intro. Buccaneers and the Bills tied at 10. Five minutes left in the second quarter. Uh, Baker, Mayfield, no touchdowns, no touchdowns, no touchdowns. Touchdowns look like it was defensive for the Bucks. No, he, got, he has a no. touchdown. Three it was a Chris Godwin touchdown. Oh, it was a Chris Godwin touchdown. It's just not reflected here yet for some reason. It was off Thanks. a uh, Josh Allen interception. Thanks, Google. Josh Allen doing Josh Allen to refresh. So yep, Chris Godwin touchdown there. Um for the Bills, Josh Allen interception, but he does have a rushing touchdown. Khalil Shakir leads the Bills in receiving. Gabe Davis, five for fifty. I, I just I can't we're, we're I, getting just, there. I, I getting literally there. can't for Gabe Davis floor. Like he's gonna do this, and then we're gonna see rumblings of Gabe Davis tweets. And then and he'll go one for six again the following week. Stefan Diggs, you know, two for two for 17 yards. They're uh, locking him down. He just got a catch. <laughs> Dude, now he's got three catches. Yep. All right. Yeah. Um, for the news, we'll start it off in Seattle. Ken Walker and Tyler Lockett are not practicing, but the Seahawks have been monkeying around with the injury report and, and practicing and playing some gamesmanship there all week. So we'll see. Or all year. Sorry. Miles Sanders is back practicing in full, although his productivity was in the toilet before he got hurt. Chuba Hubbard's looked like the better running back. Pains me to say that. I'm sure it does. Uh, Roshan Johnson back in practice. He's going to play week eight, although after Foreman's blow up, expect that to be more of a split role. Um, yeah. Do with that what you will. Bears yep. are not exactly an attractive option, although okay matchup. Uh, Kyler Murray fully off the injury report for the Cardinals. No word yet on if he'll start. He does not have to because he's not been activated yet. Just means he's getting in full practices. So we'll see what they do. If they take him the full three weeks to get him into a game or if they, they decide to play him this week. 
I don't but, think they're playing this week. It's against Baltimore, so I think if they'd hold them out one more. And they when's may. their buy? When's their buy again? Uh, we Do they have already. No, it has. Wait, has it? Week fourteen is their buy. Oh Jesus! So they, no, never mind. They, they have Baltimore and Cleveland are in the next few games. I was thinking he'd come back oh, Atlanta at Atlanta. Right, that that's a fucking gauntlet to come back to here. It was a young, young defense with insane pass rush and back to back. They'd have to activate him before that, though, and just have him yeah, back yeah. up, right? Because he's in the touchdown. So they have to activate him after after next week. Because they have a three week window to activate him from IR. Yep. 21 days. Yep. And then we're in week two. Touchdown, Dalton Kincaid. So he'd have another Finally. week. So yeah, he would have another week. Um, yeah, Dalton Kincaid is playing because Dawson Knox went on IR. Um, and he's the only tight end active, not the only reason he's playing, but that's he's gonna be the guy for the next four weeks at least while Dawson Knox is out. So that's something to make note of. Deontay Johnson back on the Steelers injury report, he re injured himself. Daniel Jones, still not cleared for contact. Looks like Terod Taylor is going to start for the Giants this week again. David Montgomery is still not practicing ahead of Monday Night Football. This was their first practice of the week, but what he was originally hurt, Campbell did say, you know, we're going to take it slow with him. So it take some well, time. Well, after the showing <laughs> Sunday, they may be wanting to get him back a little sooner. What showing? There was a game on Sunday? Mine's yeah, played yeah. Sunday? Literally, what's showing is right. Yeah, dude, I literally, sh- I literally shut that game off after the first quarter, and I knew it was over. I'm like, I'm done. I'm not gonna watch this. It was, uh, bad. I mean, it, it wouldn't have mattered who it was against, but I, I was just very happy to see Jackson just ball the fuck out as a passer. Yeah, I mean, My, man, play, that awesome. So if good. they play like that like every game, they'd be unstoppable. I mean. Maybe they finally got into Todd Munkins. Like maybe they they're finally in sync with that, and all the receivers are healthy. Like it, that whole offense just clicked, and so it the defense looked so they looked very good. I mean, they stopped Aiden Hutchinson and everything. Like he couldn't do anything. Yeah. Yep. Getting better as it goes on. Talking about that Lamar Jackson performance: uh, three hundred fifty-seven yards, three touchdowns on twenty-one and twenty-seven passing. Uh, he only rushed nine times for 36 yards, but also a touchdown there too. So really yeah. good showing for Lamar. Hyper efficient. He had yep. uh he had a play that if it were if it were to happen like two games ago, or not two games, like two years ago, he would have took off and ran. It was just the evolution. You know, it's the one thing I really wanted to see and hopefully we can keep seeing from because if he can figure out a balance of when to run and and try to be mobile to, to extend the play, it's gonna be as Ryan put it, very, very unstoppable. Yeah. Because good luck. Good luck trying to stop that weekend and week out. Indeed. Uh, I forgot where it was because we ended up on Dave Montgomery. Yeah, we went from Dave Montgomery to Dawson Knox and Dalton Kincaid to Lamar Jackson. So, fantasy. Fantasy. And then there's Creed. Fantasy. You can't cue it. It just has to happen. Yeah. You don't, uh, you don't, you don't, you don't buy it or wish it. It, it. it just, you, it you just try to cue me into it. I'm not going to do it. No, <laughs> it won't feel organic and out of, pl- and out of place. <laughs> right. <laughs> Buffalo place where Dawson knocks on IR. I already said that. Yeah. 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 
I'm out of it, guys. I'm sorry. Watson's okay. right back on the sidelines with a shoulder injury. PJ Walker is going to start. Um, no additional damage, but said after a couple of drives that quote did not feel right. I just love watching their handling of the sill situation. They're did you see? Service. Did you see Brady Quid's comment on? No. Oh man, he goes. I forgot like the exact quote, but it was like you know. I wonder if they're going to go drive around and find a massage place for him. <laughs> just like he like it, it was some like to the extent of just roasting the fuck out of the Browns and Watson because I will it will never get old. It will never None. get old. Never will just fuck him. Who likes the Browns anymore? And they're four and two <laughs> somehow. Yeah. Well, historic defense. At least historic defense. starts to a defense. Until the Colts, obviously. Yeah, I was like, they didn't look historic in that game. Just a, uh, it was a weird Miles game. Garrett, yeah, Miles Garrett looked historic. I mean, that guy ain't human. Gardner Minshew's just that good. He was, he was also all over the place. He was. He literally got shades of everything from him. He was hyper efficient as well. He had a very, yeah, ugly Lamar Jackson like day. It was uh, turnovers and touchdowns and rushing. It was just like. Boy, if you play in a league that doesn't really penalize interceptions or turnovers, man, you're living fucking great. Uh, yeah, I was afraid I was going to win because of Watson <laughs> or because of uh, not Watson, sorry, because of Minshew. Minshew. Yeah. yeah. There are places where that, that was a real fear last week where I shouldn't have even been close. I mean, he was, what, a top three quarterback, I think, yeah. finish? Yep. Yeah. Our boy. Love to see it. This is uh not great. Uh okay. Oh <laughs> Debo. Yes. Debo is still not back at practice. He's got a shoulder injury. Um it's like they used American hops on this fucking thing. Who's it from again? Hopewell. That's right. I mean they haven't been coming down here that often. I see him at Benny's every now and then when I go in there to do work stuff. But man, that is that finish is not right. I think there's something wrong with it. No, I don't. Well, yeah, the recipe. Well, sure. Okay, fine. I don't know where I was going, though. No, there's not a there's not a flaw with it or anything like that. It's not ferment it's not fermentation or or flawed or anything like that. It's it's not off flavors. Just uh okay. Yeah. I mean, if oh, they're if they're a new brewer, we'll, that's obviously we'll, we'll save it. But yeah, we'll, we'll save it. We'll, we'll save get it. there. Yeah. Um, Debo still not back in practice. His shoulder injury. I already said that. I think Josh mm-hmm. Palmer is not practicing with an ankle injury. He has been absolutely on fire since he took over as a wide receiver too. So him missing time probably going to put more volume back in Keenan Allen's hands, but might actually force him to use Quentin Johnson. So, well, <laughs> he still has to do something with the work that he's. Should be at least trying to get some stuff now. I mean, again, he was a project piece, right? You know, TCU didn't really have him do a whole lot as a true receiver. You know, it's just get the ball in his hands, let him do work. Um, We're going to see if that's, you know, like you mentioned, we'll see how they they roll out. We want to see some flashes. And right now, this has not been, we're in year two of Traylon Burks and that because of injuries and other things that hasn't worked. And we've seen it not work with plenty of other receivers like that. So, but, he, he his his profile, as a lot of people mentioned throughout the offseason, was very much a uh, there's a uh, real bust chance that, there. It's that high upside, big bust chance. <laughs> it's yeah. a, it's a shot pyramid. Yep. So well, yeah, big like, and like, fast, big tall and fast. 
like I'm working on a new article right now. Like I'm re- redoing the uh, 2023 right. rookie draft and a super flex. And I have Quentin Johnson in the second round and it's not early. It's not mid. It's like near late. Yeah. Just oh, I did Puka. Had... Spooka uh, the one oh he's like, a top super five. flex. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He should be. If you've seen some of oh man, I saw a screen clip today of her boy uh oh my god. Um uh the the Swift uh police guy. Oh god. Um what's his name? <laughs> but anyways, his clip Dave, said Dave Yeah, they'll our boy Kluge had a so someone posted a still shot and it says you know, give me a reason why uh, Puka shouldn't be in the same tier as Jefferson or Chase, and you can't use draft capital. And I'm just like, boy, he's still at it with the clickbait, man. Yeah, <laughs> like Mike, like I could see that there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of arguments because of how well he's done so far, but and they're gonna on, be man. valid, but he's not gonna be Jefferson or Chase. Chase to her. You're still talking T Higgins. Tier. And what we're seeing, what we've seen for the first three weeks of cutback is that there's going to be some back and forth there. Oh, yeah. Then Kyle, then Kyle, um, then Kyle Slaughter, the old Vikings QB, the legend of Slaughter. Uh, I had a great post about Puka today that kind of, you know, you know tore him back down the sides. It's it's almost like they're pra- it's almost like he's praising the Rams for putting Puka in a perfect position because he's he's been a pretty flawed receiver. Well, no, and they probably are, and that's yeah. Oh, right, it's not his fault does. that he's yeah. good at he's great at he's he's base he literally is basically Cooper Cup. He's a, a dominant slot receiver that you want to avoid putting in man. That's yeah. basically the, what the report is that he'll get bodied because he's not he's an average you know athletic and and it's just an average receiver. But you get him in the right scheme, man, it don't matter. And they nope. drafted the guy that was right for their. Yep, for their scheme without any draft capital, and yep. all of a sudden, here I want to look at some of that on Puka. By the way, uh, I did say in the intro we're just kind of going wherever the hell we want to go with the show, right? Because that's exactly what we're doing. I mean, Puka's um, been dominant. Yeah, I have no, looked at the one hundred and three. I want to see the yeah, that makes sense. Wide receiver one, Ryan, the first non quarterback taken actually. Ah, spicy. Yeah. I don't know if I still take him over Beach. Yeah. Running back value and rookie drafts is where I like, but good hands. Yeah. Uh, let me do, introduce you to my friend Arthur Smith, who does not like run, hit running backs. Oh, fuck that Arthur, good. that dude should be booted out of the league. Fuck him. Bad upper. Um, where was I? 101 routes against man. He's fourth in routes run against man with a 50, 45.4 win rate, 29th, um, eighth in target rate against man. Um, I don't see the same zone numbers I, yeah. on here, but yeah, I mean, that's better than crap against man coverage, right? Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I'm more clarifying. I won't see if I can find. I'll see if I can find Kyle Slaughter's posts here, and uh, I'll read it verbatim here. He goes, "Hot take. It's going to piss a lot of people off." But Puka is an average receiver, average receiver at this point in his career, which I think is very fair to say. During his sure. own film study, he said he's got average speed, bull average quickness, route running is so-so, good hands and good understanding of the game, which are his plus qualities, which I think is very much very true. Why I, I like again, he's taking advantage of the opportunity that was given to him. Um, hearing hearing the saying from NFL corners I spoke with this week is, is that they want to start playing him more man to man, and they want to take him out of the game that way. So basically, you know, 
more well, physical corners want to be physical with fourth them. That's fine, yeah, but yeah. when you're fourth in routes versus man, and you're you're winning on nearly half of them, yeah, uh, you're better than shit in that. So and I shouldn't have said I, I shouldn't it. have said shit. Shit was a pretty yeah. strong word, but well, I just I I want to check it right because when there's hot takes, yeah. even if you're a former player, like let me go check it against the numbers, and the numbers don't. I mean, he's not elite, but it's definitely he not. Be. Bad yeah, it, either. He said it. He said if you want to take him out of the game, play man to man. And honestly, a lot of the top corners are. If, if he's getting top corner love, if he is, then yes. Oh, wheels off for for your boy Cooper Cup because right. If he's getting top corner love, but you know, at the same time, like he had some top corner love going on. I mean, he put up what was it seven eleven for seventy one against Slay against Reek Woolen ten. Uh, 10 receptions on 15 targets. Uh, Traverius Ward in San Francisco, same thing. 15 on 20 targets for 147, 128 air yards. Jadobi Ouzier in Cincinnati, he's their top corner right now, right? So I think, yeah. Yeah. Now, Joey Porter and Pitt, like he's not, these aren't no name guys. Not, he's not even he's playing not, top snaps yet. Uh, no, Porter. no. Yeah, and. 95.5% snap share in that game. Border did. Yeah. I'm just saying, I've just, what I've heard through beats is that uh, Porter's finally starting to get the love. I'm just, because they had, because they had, because they brought him back a period. Like it was more so, no. you know, they had, Sorry. had the veteran ship and stuff like that. That's all. But who had anyways, a 95.5% yeah. snap share, but his primary coverage was against Joey Porter. Anyway, yeah. point the being, this year. Yeah. point being, right? Yeah. Maybe they do start to put bigger corners on him, but. Point being, I, yeah, he's not athletic, but and I didn't, unfortunately, watch his tape, so it was just a mess. Yeah, you know, hey, because he wasn't athletic, league, or productive. The league didn't drop until the fifth round. That's true, and that's become yep. more rare and rare as as teams that adopt the you know the analytical profiles a lot more, and it's a lot harder to miss on those those darlings now as more and more coaching staffs and stuff have, uh, you know, and scouting staffs have started to put that into their scouting process. So yeah, it's a rare, it's a rare miss. He never, at this point. Well, I didn't watch him because he didn't qualify. His college production wasn't good enough and yeah. neither was his combine. So <laughs> he's a unicorn. Hey, it works. But it works. We it love works, unicorns yep. here. I do. Um, Raheem Mostert currently not practicing with an ankle injury with A-chain on or A-chain on IR. Um, that could mean you're in for Jeff Wilson and Sabat Ahmed week. So keep monitoring that. Mostert, not a notoriously quick healer. Uh, Ryan Tannehill is not practicing. Will Levis is in line to be the primary quarterback. That's in quotes because that's how the report was written. Primary quarterback. Dude, Tennessee is such a, such a shit show, man. Oh, they're not Saints level of shit show, but they're uh, which, a longevity shit show that Saints which are means in. Means they're about to college this thing up. That's what it means. I dude, I fucking hope they trade Tannehill and just let Levis and Willis, you know, combine for the worst uh, quarterback tandem in the history of the NFL. It's gonna be uh, fucking glorious. I am one hundred percent with you. Like I, I am here. So and then like they get a trade Tannehill and then trade Derrick Henry because I don't want to see Derrick Henry go down that way. It'd be that'd be sad, but yeah. Anyone else there? Fuck him. I'm with you. 
Ryan, you're still on mute, bud. Was he trying to talk to us? Or he was. I watched. Background? I mean, if he was, yeah. I watched his voice go. You say Derek Henry to uh, Baltimore there. I've seen, the, I've seen the rumors heat up. I don't think they're going to spend any capital on that position, though. I do. I do think they can make a a play for uh, spend Give a day pick. I think they'll trade for like a a penny. Like I'm still waiting for Frenette, man. Yeah, and you got fucking Drew and her chat posting the the picture of the guy saying that Frenette's fucking streaming Fortnite. No one's watching. <laughs> My son might be. Oh man, I'm like, well, if Frenette can't get a job at this point, man, I don't know if it's it's gonna be. I don't know if he's going to. Yeah, I think at this point, if he's if you're still holding on to him, I think uh, I think you're a few weeks beyond cut. I like, mean, at this point, just drop him. There's still time. Yeah, right? potentially. Yeah, sure, but could be could be a playoff push guy. You know, if someone gets hurt right before the playoffs, and they're there's there. been a lot of running back rooms that have needed. They could have needed some help, and all we've seen is recycling of fucking Rice Freeman and Darrell Henderson and Rashad Penny. Hmm. You think uh, Fournette would be better than than them? One wants, yeah, yeah, and apparently now no one wants to, you know, our boy Lenny. Oh, poor guy. It's all right, Lenny. I still love you. Come back. Maybe go back. Or don't. Either way. Okay. Yes. Yes. Jerome Ford, <laughs> going to miss the next game or two with an ankle injury. Tank Dell back at practice. Um, Ford, by the way, being out here strong. Had the majority of the, the touches after he got hurt. But Hunt's practice, and I believe. Hunt is yeah, right. today. Yeah, I think yeah. I think for I think limited, but it sounds like like they're they're expecting yeah. him to play. He was out yesterday. I think he's a uh, high end RB too, actually. Who's Cleveland playing? Seattle. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 At Seattle. Yeah, it's Seattle. I looked at it earlier and thought, damn, that's kind of uh, two four and two teams. They're a little ugly. All right. Right, that's that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be like the Bear, the Browns Colts game, or it's gonna be like a seventeen to thirteen game. It's gonna be it feels so- like that though. It feels like a seventeen thirteen game. Honestly, things nobody wants. I'm betting the under in that game. Fuck it. What is uh, it? Let's see what it is. Yep, thirty eight. Oof, maybe not. It's pretty rough. Well, that's pretty low. That's pretty low. I mean, again, you have two dominant, you have very good defenses, and you have a backup quarterback. And I don't think Geno's 100% still. So, and Metcalf didn't play last week, which I think spooked a lot of people. Yeah. So, help me with JSN, though. I was like, oh, man, fire him up. He finally got a tutty. He finally showed up. I used him as a wide receiver too in the league because I was desperate. And I, I think I played him in Finkel's league, Hopper. <laughs> Got it. He had a good game. He did have a good game. I remember looking at the I remember looking at the box score and he had a good game. I'm like, look at him. Good All these him. stouts about him. I'm like, yeah. He's had a rough start to the year. He did, but damn it, he's kind of turned it around, sort of. Yeah, as we we talked, he was a twenty four play. Yeah. 
That's what we talked about when he was drafted is that he was a 24 player, right? 24 play. Like, I, I don't know what you're expecting. That's a very difficult raw receiver room to just take over. Right. And, you know, Lockett's winding down. But for now, we, we knew what that was going to be. All right. Anything else on Ford? Tank Dell being back. Cool. Nico Collins is really taking over as the one there. Curious case of Bijan Robinson. This was oddball. So he wasn't yeah, on was. the injury report all week. And then he's just nowhere to be found. And then it comes out that he had a headache because with all the technology and medicine in the NFL, apparently you can't get rid of a headache. Not a migraine, just a headache. <laughs> you didn't have but, any ibuprofen on the sideline for him? Uh, right. You can't give him an IV. Like, don't got any more in there. Something? That's anybody? Yeah. So it stopped him from having his normal role in the offense, but he didn't just have his normal role. He was totally non-existent. The NFL's got an inquiry open into the Falcons for their handling of the injury report. And now Arthur Smith is like taking a very like, I forget what the exact quote was, but it was basically along the lines of something that you would like he was being targeted. Like, why don't you ask them what they're what they're really after or what their agenda really is? Yep, because the league's out to get the Falcons. Yeah, it's That's not right. it's it's not just blaming the fantasy community. Yeah. And just like I, is that I what really I, well, he's done it this year. I've seen things mentioned that I, I thought someone posted something on Twitter about or X about about him <laughs> scapegoating uh, fantasy uh, people again, like he's been doing multiple times. I, I like him. Fuck him. Uh, I kind of despise him. I, I, I just look, man. It's twenty twenty three, almost twenty twenty four, and if if you still can't understand the importance of the fantasy community, especially when the players have, or how to run a modern NFL or just, offense, just fucking not like let's draft like any saying that their their uh their fifth round pick, which would be Tyler Algier you know, it's good enough to be part of this committee. And I'm just like, why the fuck would you draft a running back top 10? I don't disagree with the fact that Algier is good enough to be part of that There's committee. But right, Al- why yeah. would you draft a running back top 10 if you were that bought into Algier? I just, because it's the mishandling drink London, the mishandling of Pitts. It's just, he's that good. So that's why it made no sense for them to spend that draft cap because Algier was perfectly fine for what you needed a running back in the States NFL. I hope he but, they, they tank and he gets fired. Then we all basically <laughs> just said, well, it's Arthur Smith and he wants his, his workhorse and then he doesn't do it. This is like, we know, was he the this head is, coach of Tennessee when no, they fussed around with Deion he, Lewis? He was the OC, I think. Well, that, that <laughs> Jesus. Foreshadowing. We should have known this in 2015. We should have known make, this eight um, years ago that he was going to fuck us again. Let me see if he was there. Hold on. I could they fuck you in the drive-through. <laughs> I could be making that up because I had several regime regime changes. Let's so see. Arthur here. Smith was previous, previous, previous. Not the OC for Tennessee in 2015. He was was it 16 when it happened? T- he was the tight ends coach until 2019. So, okay, so Derek, so it was that was the Marco Murray. Henry, yeah, so 2019 and 2020 is when he took over. 
So that was yeah. So that was already after. Mm-hmm. Um, because was twenty nine? That was in the Tannehill trade year, was it? It was. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, that was the year they they traded for Tannehill. So twenty nineteen though was the first year that Derrick Henry got over three hundred carries. Yeah, so that was the first year they were like, "We're done with Deion Lewis." So because in twenty eighteen was the Deion Lewis and Derrick Henry split that made no fucking sense. That's why it makes even less sense that he's doing what he's doing though, because he's the one that committed to Derrick Henry. Well, I mean, the dude's trying to prop up conspiracy theories and agenda pushes. So I mean. Or put him in concussion protocol. Or hear me out. Oh, no. I remember this offseason when I was watching Vision and I said, he's fine, but I don't see why people see him as a generational talent or already anointing him the dynasty running back one. I mean, because there could be a little bit of that going on too, right? Like when I watched him. His film, I was not totally sold on him being this dominant force, and he hasn't been. But usage, too. Arthur Smith isn't even giving him the chance to be that. So I'm not even, like, I don't even feel good victory lapping that right now because he hasn't gotten the shot because his coach is a dumbass. But maybe that's why. Maybe it's just because he's he's not doing what he needs to do to show that he he's deserving of that, even with the draft capital. We've seen why? that before where the front office and... And the coach are not on the same page with how yeah. things are being drafted. It's just, it's it's super infuriating because if you look at his his receiving production too, mm-hmm. like, it's just like this, like, he is primed to just blow the fuck up. Yeah. But yeah, from, you know, from running, what's that? Look at Devon A-Chain though, you know? He's, A-Chain's he's in, like, the, per, like, he's in the perfect, perfect Perfect offense for absolutely him. perfect he's offense a, for him. He's on a track team. Yeah, it, it's uh, and th- and that's not a knock on him. That's just a uh, you, no, you, know, a you gotta take to notes. Yeah, it's a compliment that's, to the Dolphins. Oh, yeah. It's pure sex. He is it literally is Mike McDaniel's is literally the opposite of Arthur Smith. Yeah, he I want to protect Mike McDaniel's at all costs and fuck <laughs> Arthur Smith, but not in a good way. You know who I yeah. don't want to protect at all costs. Terry Bradshaw, that oh, old, Terry Bradshaw, that old decrepit piece of shit. <laughs> like, all right, marry one, fuck one, kill one. How's it gonna go? <laughs> of what? Okay, well, I've only, there's only two. Yeah, give me the names: Terry Bradshaw, Mike McDaniel, and Arthur Smith. I am Mike. I'm killing so Terry Bradshaw. I'm Bradshaw. <laughs> get fucked or married. I'm marrying Mike McDaniel. Dude, that that I... dude's. Gotta be like the, yeah, a great husband. I'll, I will bend <laughs> Arthur Smith over. Just I'm with you, Dan. I will marry Mike McDaniel in a heartbeat. I will kill Terry Bradshaw. And I will bend Arthur Smith over and punish him. That motherfucker him. ain't pitching shit. I will bend him over and punish I, him. I will. Uh, I will cry that night knowing that I get to go back home. That Mike McDaniel makes it all worth it. Yeah, it does. Like <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care. That would make it totally worth it for me. It's like, I'm sorry, honey. I'm sorry. I had, I had to. to do it. It was part of the rules. He'd be he'd be chill about it. He would be. You know, he'd be like, all right, man, here's a here's some money. Get him a nice bottle of wine. Yeah. He'd be chill about he'd it. He'd probably like that. Uh, so we'll see what happens with Beijing this week. Uh, Atlanta's not endearing. And I want no. them to be. 
it sucks because we've gotten so many excited play exciting players that have landed there but the head coach is you imagine shit. how fun this team would be for fantasy if, if they had a more modern play caller and a more aggressive quarterback yeah like the size of like you put justin herbert in that offense just like oh my god yeah you, like you like you put in like one of the 24 quarterbacks you put in drake may in this offense you know Caleb Williams. It's just oh, maybe even your boy thing. JJ McCarthy. It'd be it'd be no, not JJ McCarthy. He's <laughs> no thanks. I know, I know. I I just had to throw it in there because you know you're old, you know <laughs> Michigan boy. It it just makes me wonder like how the Atlanta Falcons four and three. I mean yeah they're in the shitty division but still that's literally on. why they literally and why. It, and they you know if Green Bay wasn't so fucking Green Bay in week two they would have lost that game too. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. Atlanta's trash and fuck Arthur Smith. Atlanta is trash and fuck Arthur Smith. I agree completely. All right. Yeah. Moving on from the curious case of Bijan Robinson, we jump all over the place. I got to find my spot again. There it is. Jordan Matthews is still in the league and is now on the Panthers practice squad. Yes, that I love Jordan this. Matthews. I love this. As a tight end still. As a tight end still. Apparently towards ACL when he was with the the Niners, so he's still bouncing around. Dude, how does that man still have any ACLs to tear? Hasn't he I, torn like four of them? I don't know. I feel like all he's done Spears. in the NFL, it's torn. Yeah, he's got no knees. He's the next Todd Gurley, except without draft capital. Yeah, we'll got no knees. More on Tyree Spears coming up later <laughs> in the yeah. show. Later in the show. Look at me. You're you're foreshadowing. Look at yeah. you. Now you're, now you're paying attention, and I'm paying attention. That's right. Um, Rams release Brett Maher, Mason Crosby, and Lucas Haversick will compete for the job for their kicker. So if you're in the market for a kicker, you just got a couple options. So uh, mm-hmm. place your bets now. No analysis on that? No. All right, Kareem, nah. Jackson, Kareem Jackson was suspended four games after his third blatantly dangerous hit on a player. NFLPA stepped in. It was later reduced to two. I have no idea who the NFLPA is protecting because why would you protect one player when he's injured three or more with the way he's playing? It's exactly. total bullshit and fuck him. Like, yep. I don't know what's going on this year. I never knew him to be a dirty player, and it's not like he's a rookie or anything. So, Sean Payton. I don't, uh, well, Sean Payton, yeah, maybe he's the bounty guy. It wasn't. It, it supposedly was Greg Williams in an offense, and also fuck Greg Williams because, like, he's shown to be a piece of shit. Anyways, but I mean, that's you got your correlation there, right? Yeah. You know, Bounty Gates in two thousand nine. You know, yeah. he's you know you saw some shady shit afterwards from you know from Greg Williams, and then Payne goes to Denver and Cream Jackson all of a sudden becomes a headhunter. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a shame that he only got two. It's a shame that it's it's a shame that they reduced it, right? Like I'm more upset that they reduced it. I am that, too. Like, if they would have just gave him two games, I would have been like, whatever. But the fact that they went out of the way to try to get it reduced, it's just right because the PA is supposed to be shitty. protecting the players. Yeah. So the PA should be asking for more games. It should be like this motherfucker deserves to not play the remainder of the season. Yeah, fucking. If you want to do this, then you're done. Yeah, it should be. And, you know, the third time, it's it's not an accident after the third time. Like, shit no, happens the first time. But the yeah. third time, like, 
You got to change something. You're looking to injure someone when you're doing it like that. Like the first time, okay. The second time, dude, all right, knock it off. The third time, it's like, all right, you're definitely doing this for sure on purpose. You are you are training yourself to hit people this hard to knock them out. Yep. Right. And for what reason? So anyway. Justin Ross being a piece of shit. Justin Ross charged with uh, domestic battery and criminal damage to property, allegedly um, dragging the woman who reported it through the house and breaking all of her shit when it was called in. So that's like a perfect raider. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or cowboy. Yeah. I mean, it's... well, you done. He's done. He's yeah. done. You can't do that when you have no draft capital, no name. You shouldn't do it anyway, first off. But when you have no draft capital, no name, cachet, you've done nothing in the league. We had the name cachet. Like, he was a huge wide receiver. Was it Clemson he played at? Doesn't yeah, matter right. what you did in college once you get to I'm, the I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, he was like, everyone was like looking at him as this darling that was going to be, you know, if he would have stayed healthy, he would have had the draft capital. I'm talking been... about decision makers, though, not the fantasy community. Oh, yeah. Either way, it's uh, yeah, yep. Oh, it's done, and it shouldn't matter what his capital was, but here we are. Uh, dude, Gabe Davis might actually go seventy for seven, seven for seventy. <laughs> seventy for seven would be more impressive. He's got seven. I think he's up to seven or eight catches now. He's got two on this drive. I'm watching. He's at seven for seventy five right now as we speak. Yeah, <laughs> a wide receiver screen as a six catch, and this one was just a quick four yard house that he almost took to the uh, to the house, not really the house. It was like fifteen yards away, but I love it. Davis being used as a a short area receiver this game, I guess. Apparently, eight targets on the game, man. It's crazy. He leads the whole team in targets. Can cater behind. Can cater secure right behind him. Dalton who? Not Dalton who? Diggs who? Think so. Yeah. Uh, Marvin Jones stepping away from football for family reasons. So uh, a little more, I want to say positive news. I mean, you hope everything's good there, but yeah, I guess best wishes to the best wishes to him. Hopefully, uh, everything turns out okay and maybe gets a chance to come back. Yeah, I think yeah, I think he's done. Yeah, I think he was, I think he's just more of a locker room presence because he never did anything for the Lions, anyways. He's just kind of just there. So maybe well, he just knows his time, his time is done and just says, you know, I'm going to walk away from football while I still have my health. Yeah. I could see It'd that. Be. It'd be. Touchdown, Gabe Davis. There you go. <laughs> Look, Look at that. Man. Nine for nine for 79. I think I, benched him. I think I benched him this week, too. No, you played him against you, me. You never, you never bench Gabe Davis. No, I, I do. But... You played was, him against me this week. I'm I have him in like four places. I think there is somewhere I benched him. I never but, benched him. I can see that. I benched no, him. No, no, because... totally... Wait, no, wait. No, nope, you played him. Yeah, I benched him to places because, I mean, the Bucks have a good defense, and it's... I, you try to pick... I try to... I'm pretty good most of the time about picking my Gabe Davis spots, but apparently not this week. Or maybe I was this week. Maybe I second... You played him against me in, in yeah. our league of record. Well, he's all scoring to, digs. I mean, you're, you're also trying, to, trying, trying to, to lose, <laughs> which is funny because you're four and three. I know. <laughs> yeah, but the, the divisions are so different. That's you're you're accidentally winning. I hate when that happens. He kind of is. I am he, he, he he really is accidentally winning. 
definitely accidentally winning. Yeah. I, I don't try to win in that league. Yeah. Same thing with uh, the listener league. No, oh, okay. I got him there too. And I mean, that's not surprising. I'm accidentally winning. Boo. Are you? Uh, there's a couple places I'm doing. I don't have 37 points in that league. Oh, Josh Allen. Okay. Anyway, nobody cares about my fantasy teams, guys. <laughs> I do. Keep removing Zachary's. No IR one cares. Zachary's on IR with quad injury. He might be done. Trey uh, McBride, yeah. finally time. Maybe it's finally for. Trey it's McBride. not expected to be season ending. But he could still be traded. I yeah. mean, honestly, what's the point of having him there if you're the Cardinals? Try to get some value out of him. Yeah. So yep. then I feel like about Marquise Brown. No, I can, I'll give you that. But yeah, not supposed to be a season ending injury for him. I wasn't really saying it for that more so than it might be McBride time. Indeed. All right. You want to talk some trades? Let's should, do it. We should do a beer review and then talk you trades. Do a beer review and then talk. I'm trades? almost I'm almost out. Okay. Beer review. Why don't you guys go ahead and then I'll end it because I got a lot to say. I am uh again drinking BKS stands for Brookside Brewing. It's uh it's a small little community town out there in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, so this is their Citra and this is their IPA seven percent. Just heavy, heavy loads of Citra hops. Very, very Citra four. A lot of orange, uh, orange tangerine type of feel to it. Um, you know, great to start if you love those hops. If you love that taste profile, you're gonna love this beer. This is a a hazy IPA that's built for that you know you know for the you know for that audience that that wants to have front loads of citra hops up and up in their face, citrus forward and all that shit. So it's uh it's good quality beer. Um, I've enjoyed them and I I uh. I'll keep getting this stuff every time I'm out in KC. All right, Ryan. I had New Belgium's Cryo Ranger IPA coming in solid 7.8%. Very smooth, very smashable, very fruity. It has Cairo hops. I don't know if you ever heard of that hop. Oh, yeah. So, so Cairo is just another style. Another side type of, of hops. Cry- of hops. Cry- cryo. Yeah. yeah. No, cryo hops is not a variety, it's a, it's a uh, methodology. Yeah, they're they're, they're cryo. They're the cryo is supposed to lock in the oils and preserve longevity and all that fun stuff. So it's supposed to make them more potent, but that's not the the varietal. That's just it's a process that's supposed to make them more potent. Essentially, yeah, it's something that became popular over the last about three years or four. Yeah, there's been a lot of ways to get the compounds and hops that give the flavors a boosted, um. A boosted intensity cryo was one of those um there's a bunch of yeast that are designed to exploit that so yeah yep and it definitely comes a very fruity like exotic burst yeah like a good icebreaker did you just read the can 
No. <laughs> I, I just literally it, can't saw it. Like, it, it, it. It literally sounded like you were reading off the can. That's it good. I, like I like you're that. reading off the can. Yeah, just like with your pauses. It's just like, all right, as Ryan becomes yeah. a new spokesperson for New Belgium. And the punch of with a good icebreaker. Like, that's yeah. exactly. That was, uh, that was that pretty was, good. That, I'll, I'll give, give you props for that. Give you that one. That was you. pretty good. I actually made that all up on my own. There you go. There you go. Well done. You're learning things. All right. Um, I'm going to keep this constructive. Okay. Because it's not like it's flawed or undrinkable or anything like that. Again, this is Hopewell's October Fest Lager. Um, they're out of Chicago, Illinois. Um, there's, there's two things wrong with this wrong with this in my opinion um not just my opinion but probably the bjcps as well um one it's too hoppy for an oktoberfest um oktoberfest are supposed to have noble it's a meritson based on uh, like just even based on color um they're supposed to be malt forward and the impression on this one is kind of a a balance between malt and hops but the hops are not in a supporting role of the malt they're they kind of clash um it says they're noble hops and maybe but it's almost like they might have been there might have been some late additions or something going on here because the aroma is more than what i expect it to be in the hop flavor on the back end not the bitterness but the actual flavor of the hop is hmm. more than what i would expect it to be in in this style of beer um so the hops are too prominent the other problem I have is that um, the multi the malt impression is more sweet than it is toasty and bread like. So um, the style does allow for some sweetness, but there should be a toasted malt impression there as well. And that I'm not really getting. It's almost more of like a hoppy. It's almost more of like a hoppy amber that does have some of that impression there. But the balance is off between the malt characteristics and everything. Perfectly clear, color's good, head's good, and everything like that. It's not. There's nothing harsh with it or anything, but, um. It's it's not a good representation of the style, in my opinion. It it, it tastes like somebody tried to Americanize it. Just the way the, with interesting the, the way the hop additions are done and the malt balance and everything, like. You're a couple hop additions away from a West Coast IPA almost. Um, it's another way I can describe this. Um, a hoppy amber comes to mind, I guess. Hmm. Um, if it were a little darker, maybe a little bit more crystal malt and a little bit I less would be intrigued whatever toasted that. malt they use. Yeah, I would yeah. be trying. So, because we're in my hoppy, we're in my favorite IPA season right now and red IPAs. Yeah. So, so so yeah it's it's not a special beer like most uh october festivals is what you're trying to say it's i wouldn't even say that because it's still drinkable it's just it's not that style okay and we've always done the show based on what are you trying to execute not necessarily if we like the beer or not but what are you trying to execute and how well was it done and in this case i just if I were rating this beer, like grading it out of 50, this would be in the low 30s for me. Which is, there's no flaws. It's okay, but there's definitely some things that need to be dialed in with it. 
Yeah. So again, trying to keep it constructive. I don't know how long they've been around, how much they've done this recipe, et cetera, et cetera, but not what I look for in that style. All right. Now you want to talk some trades? Let's do it. Okay. What do you guys want to start with? You want to start with Andrews or Cup or Dan? Ryan, do you have any discussions? Ryan, do you have any trades? We normally Hopper and I like to dominate this part. You no. got any trades you want to talk about? No, because I haven't accepted any trades. So my, <laughs> well, my trades are. I get such, such shitty trades hey, from well, people that are like, oh, like, like counter, and I, and I just don't counter because I don't know. It doesn't have to be your trades, though. Anything you've seen in a league you're in that we're not in that is worth talking about? Let me look. And while you guys are talking about yours, and I'll let you, I'll get back to you in a minute. All right. Okay. Let's go. Let's go with the manager's trade. That way we can talk about positional value. We can talk. I could double back in with the Brees Hall conversation. Yeah. So the trade was. And again, we won't call people out by name. It was Mark Andrews for Ty J Spears, a 2024 first and a 2025 second. Um, the team receiving Andrews and giving up the first round picks is. I want to look at the record because I don't actually know. They're four and three. They're three and four. Three and four. Three and four. Um, third and points scored in their division. Um, probably does have a chance to get into a back-end playoff spot. Um, definitely could afford to get better. Let me look at the structure. It's a team that appears to be entering a window, um, not so much leaving one, and definitely had a hole at tight end and needed something to solidify that. Now, structure of this league is where this comes into play and where I think this gets a little lopsided. Um, this is a one. T- this is a twelve-team, one tight end league. No premium, just standard tight end. Um, I don't. I feel like the draft, like Spears, I'm fine with with the Henry rumors and stuff like that. The second was a 2025 second. I just feel like the draft compensation might have been tilted a little bit. That's my opinion, though, Dan. I I'm fine with this deal. Uh so we had a conversation back. I think it was when when someone else in this league, same league, traded for Derrick Henry, and I felt like there was a lot given up for Henry. Um, you know, pro- evaluating trades on on strictly on the deal itself without other outside knowledge. Um, I I, I would agree, right? Mm-hmm. Um. And I agree with the positional value. It feels a little bit heavy, um, even though even though Andrews is pro- so widely regarded as, I think the tight end one. You know, with a uh, Kelsey to age now, it's hockey. You can probably compete with that. Um, and then you got guys like you know Laporta and Pitts that could potentially take that spot over. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm fine with this deal, especially if you feel like your team's going to be in a very good competitive window for multiple years, which this person's team definitely could. Definitely looks like it it could be a lot of young players that were high round picks over the last, you know, one to three years. So, you know, definitely could be, and it solidifies a position. So that makes it better in a vacuum though. When I first saw it without looking at his team, my thought was, you know, that's 
that's kind of a lot in a one tight end league. So but, I'll say that. So I made an offer to the team who had Andrews prior to this deal being done. Mm-hmm. And I offered a 25 first. Yeah. And Pat Firemuth. Which this this team that has Andrews is trying to tank. They're trying to restructure. Yes. Uh and trading high value tight ends in a for the draft league where tight end value is pretty like the tight end positional value is low mm-hmm. uh, compared to others. I've always liked. I've done it multiple times. It's why I'm, I'm kind of in a rough spot now because Firemuth isn't healthy. I figured that would be enough. I thought that would be a fair compensation for it. This deal came over the top, and I see why. I do too. And uh, that's why I th- I, I'm okay with it. It's one of those spots where if, if it was my team, I think I would honestly do something similar. If I felt like Andrews is going to take my team over the top. So it's uh, it's on the heavy end, but you know, if you feel like you're in championship, I know three and four makes it a little harder, but yeah, again, this is the confidence uh, boom. You, you got to try to give yourself just a this year move though, either. It's not like yeah, trading, yeah. paying up for a running back that it's a one to two year move and you're done. It is a longer term move. And I think, I don't fault the either to either side for for making no. this deal. I just think that you know, in a vacuum, if we were just to frame it up in a vacuum, you know, I would probably pull the second rounder out of that deal for it to be closer to even. I would I almost pull. I would almost pull Spears out of there, but that, that's just or Spears. I mean that. It, yeah, that is. Well. I get you. I get you. I'm but uh, which Spears in a 2025 second right now with the rumors flying around Henry are probably worth about the same. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that is the uh, I'm gonna go over the top to make sure I get this done. Which, which if you feel like you're gonna contend and try in a championship, that that's exactly the right move. Honestly, that's that is the perfect time to overpay. Yeah, or Ryan, to what are slightly your overpay. He took his helmet. Ryan, what are your thoughts? Uh, sorry. Of that trade? Yeah. 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 I mean, like, I look at his target thing. Yeah. He hasn't been as good as we always like him to be. Like, he's only had one game over or 10 or more targets. What saved him last week was his two touchdowns, but back to back games with six targets. But that offense could be on the up and up. He's on the up and up. You might be paying overpaying a little bit today, but in a couple of weeks, it could be an underpay. It's a dynasty and- deal. So yeah, I don't no, know exactly. That or not. I mean, like dynasty trade, but you're you're, you're you're this person's trying to push for that playoff push, right? Is what you were saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, for, for me, that overpay was worth it because I can see that trajectory continue to go forward. Yeah, he's for also just entering his championship window too. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, if you're gonna enter the championship window, it could be either you win it now or you're gonna try to win it next year. Very rarely are you gonna win both years. Mm-hmm. So yep. I always like to push yep. for it now. So if you if I win it now, it was worth it all at the end. Nope. And this, it, it, so again, this kind of jumps into our conversation of positional value. I'll enough the tight end spot is still part of my offer that was given to me today. Guy reached out to me, different league, uh, redraft one keeper. Um, the offer he he, he wants Brees Hall, and okay. I've been very vocal on this show my love of Brees Hall and, and telling of people in the off season to just wait it out, take the discount because you're going to be very happy when you get it. And of course we're at this point now where Brees Hall is balling out. 
and finally healthy in a sea full of injured backs. So the offer to me was uh, the the latest one was Waller and Chris Godwin for Brees Hall. No. no. Easy, easy decline. Easy yeah, like he now. has he has Andrews on this deal. Um on this team. I was like, Andrews gets you talking. Cause yeah. I'm in need of a tight end. Yeah. And I don't know how serious I was about this deal, but you know, I want to have a conversation this league. You know, I, I've been active in trades in this league, but you know, let's get a feeler and see where his, his value lies in. And it's, it's, uh, it's, he's got Barkley. He's got Taylor. I'm like, if you're, and I told him straight up, if Hall Brees Hall is in a deal, I need an RB one or wide receiver one involved. Like top and tight end one, Andrews helps. But if I'm giving up the one player in a two for one deal, which I do not recommend in redraft leagues 90% of the time, unless I feel very confident that the player I'm getting in the two for one deal is also better than the one player deal. Um, just don't do, but it, it's the, the lopsidedness in this league. There's no tight end premium and hopper in this league. I'm pretty sure you can back me up on this. And if you know, for sure, there's no tight end premium at all. Single QB. Yeah. If it's pretty basic roster construction. Yeah. yeah. There's no premium. So it's, uh, those legs already hurt the tight end spot and given the landscape of running backs, a healthy Brees Hall, it's about, it's almost worth as much as a 85% Christian McCaffrey. So <laughs> it's a, uh, yeah, it, it, it's one of those conversations you got to ask with yourself. Like if you're going to send out deals, also understand positional value and why, you know, you look at Kelsey and Kelsey's balling out. He's a fucking unicorn of the of the tight end position and has been for the last handful of years. You right. can't like you can't try to extrapolate what Mark Andrews has done. And he's and he's you know done arguments. He's like, well, Waller's tight end five and Godwin's a wide receiver two, just hasn't scored a lot of touchdowns and this. Like I also don't like that. Waller's like a tight end five off of one game. Like I feel like yeah, exactly. it's one of those scenes like like it's funny enough. I I got mansplained. I'm like, I don't need to know how good these guys are. I I, I know how good these guys are. Like, you know, I do podcast with someone else in this league. You know, I know how good these guys are. <laughs> it just yeah, it's, it does not matter. But I appreciate it. It just felt like all right. You're trying to course me. Like if I was a young, you know, if I was a newer player, maybe you can get someone on that. But yeah, but it, you're not. And the other the problem with Waller because I've seen this mentioned a couple of times now is that Waller. Is literally the tight end, what, two? Off of what, two weeks? And he's dealing with the hamstring issue again. Yeah. Waller, uh, great story. Uh, he, he needs to be a product of volume, and he's on the one of the worst offenses to get him there. Um, yeah. One. The fact that, and Daniel Jones isn't even there. Like, like yes, uh, Terod's played better than Jones, and I would love to see Terod play more. Mm-hmm. When Jones gets back and healthy, that's not going to happen. Like they're it, like they're they're, they're going to ride the ship with Jones when he. It's comes a tight back. end with one touchdown off the last yeah. three weeks. I want Andrew Thomas to come back before Daniel Jones comes. Yeah. Back. <laughs> yeah. Please, yeah, it's uh, it's fun. I love this league. I've I've had a blast. Uh, I think there are people in this league that uh need to fucking 
grow some skin on them because there's there's some very <laughs> there's some, some very thin skinned people in this league. They can't handle a, a, anything, any any type of judgment to them. But those are my favorite to go after. <laughs> the trade conversation I trust you would have you've had a blast with this this you know couple guys in here. Some of the trade conversations I've I've had are fun though. These guys they try to be better, which is all I care about. Ryan, did you find any trades? I did. All right, let's see. It, it's just a redraft league. It's a standard one. No, no big deal. Hey. Uh, it was Bye. Najee Harris for T. Higgins. Okay. Now, I can see where they're saying, all right, you know, T. Higgins hasn't been doing anything. Neither's Najee Harris. It's kind of a wash trade. You know, I need a running back. You need a wide receiver type of so deal. So, standard scoring, so no PPR, right? Uh, I think it's PPR. Okay. I'm looking at scoring. I mean, it's my son's team, so I don't. Oh, know it. I, oh it, 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 it's a league by uh Hutchison Brown. They did like a family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just kind of just like let Hutch, him. Hutch could I, let him I let him do whatever he wants to do. Though I'm like, it's your team, man. You go with it. Yeah. So yeah. it's uh, uh. If Hutch put it together, it's got to be PPR, probably two or three, probably a couple flex, like two running back, three receiver. Yeah. Maybe super. Is it super flex or no? I mean, I know it doesn't really no. matter to the trade. No, but... it's just standard. Okay. Yeah, it's all just standard, like receiving yards. Oh, I yeah, think so that's it, a it, fair. It, 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 it's a PPR. Yeah, I'm sorry. I think that's still a fair deal. I mean, I I take the upside of Higgins, but again, you know, running back scarcity. Najee's still getting a touches. good bulk of the work in, in Pittsburgh, and yeah, a good bulk of the touches. It's uh. I understand. You know, it's going to yeah. sound worse because you got to kind of you, you kind of have to pay up for running backs. Well, and especially like, in redraft leagues. And I feel like like buying up on um, Harris right now is like the perfect time to buy up on him because you look at how he's been, and it's like he's always been like a second half like winner. So it's like all right, as long as he's getting I, volume, that's all that matters. Because well, I mean, like not an efficient runner. I'll tell you that much. He's stuck at like 14 like attempts the last three weeks. But, you know, he finally does get in the end zone finally for the first time last week. But it's like, do you start him against Jacksonville? Then after that, it's Tennessee, Green Bay, Cleveland. Like, you know, does he start? Is this where we're going to start seeing him take off? Is like week nine, week 10, where it's like he's back to that RB1 level that we all loved. And then and then, and then you the trade same. him again. Exactly. <laughs> then, then you trade him. I, I can say that about the Harris person. I don't know if Higgins is the wide receiver I want to target. Like, I would have tried to aim a little higher. Maybe that's that's just me though. I love two for one deals and being part of the one person deal. I love the upgrade positions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite thing to do in redraft is I want to see if I can take Najee and maybe try to upgrade him to either, you know, running back wise and find a running back that fits that. You know, maybe Brees, maybe you know, maybe ETM with how well he's playing. Yeah. Or, you know, or other side with the wide receiver and try to flip it like someone something up more Higgins could be right great offense yeah. in Cincinnati when they're all healthy and Burroughs healthy but I felt like he could have aimed a little higher that's all what about what about like B. John Robinson like you know he's not well by the numbers we want like yeah he's got dude his target production's insane and if it was just a headache I, like yeah you want to see more than like you know 12 to 14 carries a game sure or one or one but like yeah, I mean, obviously, last week isn't a not like that. Like, fuck Arthur Smith, but 
he's had multiple eight plus like he's had multiple five plus target games. Like I think he's had two eight target games. Like in PPR formats, that's London a fucking gold mine. Bits. Uh Bijan. Bijan. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's got like multiple five catch games. And granted, the efficiency again, it's it's still Atlanta, so the efficiency is not great. Yeah, but... he's got two five catch games. Um, he's getting five or six targets a game when he's used on the low end. So that's someone I want to buy low on. Yeah, like I would literally like that's a Najee upgrade if I've ever seen one. <laughs> Go. Cool. Yep. Go out there and float Najee Harris or Bijan Robinson straight up. You might get lucky. Maybe you just you might get lucky. I'm thinking about it. I'm even thinking about trying to throw, trade one. Throw a little Gabe Davis in there after this game. You might get you throw might get a little lucky. Throw Saquon Barkley at him. I almost feel like. Oh well, well. that's. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he. You might end up becoming Saquon <laughs> without the injury. No, he, hopefully, yeah, he may be the Saquon Barkley without the injury, but like trade Saquon for like a Bijan Robinson. So you maybe in this point try to uh, capitalize on the two inside. You can try to go Bijan plus for Saquon and try to get Bijan move Saquon for Bijan plus. Yeah. Yes. That's one of the rare occasions where two for one. And that's what I would kind of capitalize on as a, a good player is bad game. Look at the usage throughout the year, not just the one bad game. Yep. That's a lesson to be learned here. All right. Anything else on the trade front? Hoppy had a. Did you want to talk about the Cooper Cup deal made in the league that all three of us are in or no? Yeah, we can. Let's. Oh, yeah. That one kind of made me. Oddly enough, like, huh? is the same person that got Cup is in, or that either got him or traded him away is involved in this, <laughs> in the Mark Andrews deal, too. Yeah. That's huh. true. Surprise, surprise. Long time fan of the show. One of my favorite yep. people. Active day. Long time, long time listener, first time caller. No, great yeah. guy. Great guy. Uh, it was Cooper Cup for Debo Samuel and Cam Akers. And actually, the reason I don't want to talk about that is because that's totally fine. I don't have a lot yeah, to that's say. Actually, that's actually, I, I really like the, uh, I, like, moving, like, moving up from Samuel to Cup. I just feel like, it just feels great. Like, it feels like throwing Cam Akers in a deal to move off from Samuel to Cup just feels so good to me. Yeah. Because they got to be almost value the same in Dynasty, right? You can't, like, I don't know Debo's age. He's a couple years younger than than Cup, but Cup's going to have more of those dominant games. I think yes. last week it's not something that we're going to see more consistent and, from him. And I feel like this is the same way we're going to see, like, you know, like, when he's healthy, you're, you're going to start him, and then he's going to be injured. So he could be missing a game or two consistently. Cam Akers, I see coming back as more of a fifty-fifty split with Addison. He's getting more he, run, not Addison. Madison, Madison. Sorry, he's he's got he he's getting more run, and Madison just continues like he's been efficient as a runner. Uh kind of. It's just well, well, even in the Monday night game, he he got them all the way down to the freaking goal line, and they put uh Madison in there. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? I know that game was uh, I have mixed feelings. <laughs> I really want the Vikings to embrace. The future, but that was a dominant performance. That was one of the best complete games I've seen that team play in a very long time. See, that was a great game, especially Jordan Addison. When I that was the Vikings Niners Monday night game. Yeah, no, I'm looking at. 
okay, numbers sorry. at the efficiency, and it's it's odd. He's it's, it's been it's it's like his usage since he got traded there, and where and how they use them. It's been sporadic, very, but like. Which first, is a good, which is so good for Madison as long as he stops fumbling. It's eight yards an attempt, three yards an attempt, eight yards an attempt, three point one <laughs> yards an attempt. It's just oddball. That's all. That's all I was. Yeah, no, yeah. It's it's. Uh, I've seen some. I've seen some talking heads in Minnesota are, are, are trying to push them to make a trade if they win against Green Bay. Like we should trade for Barkley or Derrick Henry. I'm like, the last thing we should do is allocate any more capital when we don't to have the, any to the running backs. For love of God, they got acres for pretty much free. We'll take that. We'll take that quote unquote gift all day. I don't oh, okay. need to, uh, I don't need to keep watching teams trade for running backs and fall flat. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't have any more deals to talk about. I don't have so. any more deals to talk about either. That one I looked at, and I'm like, yeah, you know, that's fine. And honestly, the only other trade I saw was was perfectly fine too. The the Andrews trade was easily the most interesting from my world. It's a good, no, it's a good, it's a good combo. It's a good, it's, yeah. it was a good combo to have. All right. Well, as far as previewing this week, I did no homework on this, so I'm just gonna freaking wing it. Um, I kind of like the Chargers Bears game for sneaky points um, with the way that Bajan played and the way they, the Chargers defense and always seems to find themselves in shootouts and it should be Bajan again. Um, I kind of like that one for sneaky points. Um, as far as my streamer goes, let me look and see if I can find a good one. I don't love any games this week, to be honest with you. No, there's like, especially from scoring, from scoring standpoints, I, I, I kind of feel indifferent about the Bears Chargers game. Denver, Kansas City, man. I feel like it could be like, that could be all right. What wish it was the other week. I mean, I'll take Denver. I think they could find a way to cover that, but it's Raiders. KC has just been beating the fuck out of teams defensively and they just kind of skate by an offense. Like they haven't had that. I mean, maybe they'll have their their massive explosion game, but like they've been so comfortable just let Mahomes be hyper efficient, not a lot of pass attempts, basically, you know, prime Rogers with Green Bay and just let the defense go out of fucking town. Like that's a 47 over under. And I'm like, I, I don't I don't think that game gets to 47. Rashid Rice, spread. baby. Rashid Rice. He's coming along. He is coming All right. along. Look, I, I Raiders Lions could be interesting. On Monday, Monday night, I want yeah. that. I want that to be interesting, but I don't think it'll be interesting from an NFL perspective. I think that both defenses are bad, and it'll be fine. Uh, from a... about the Battle of New Jersey, ah, gross. Zach Wilson versus Darod <laughs> Taylor, Priest Hall versus Saquon. Oh, hey, now. let's go, baby! All right, now, gross. All right, now, uh, thirty-six and a half over under. That'd be a, that's a fun, fun little dandy of a game. Yeah, there's really not a lot to like this week. Everything's like you just recommended is assume neutral game script other than maybe a bump up to Bears Chargers players and a bump up to Lions players playing the Raiders. Dude, look at this. Titans Falcons 35 and a half over oh, under. God, that's so gross. That's yeah, can, Desmond Ritter versus right. whatever combo of Willis, of Willis and Levis. That, oh, Levis. fuck. Yeah. No wonder Beejan's getting headaches. He doesn't want to go out there and play Will, with this Will monstrosity. 
Willis. <laughs> Will, Will, Will Willis. Will Willis. <laughs> Will. If you combine their names, you still end up with Willis. Tongue twister. <laughs> yeah, I, I just Will Willis. Will Willis. Will Willis. Team Will Willis. Minnesota Green Bay maybe could, but Jordan Addison pull another interception out of someone's hands and run it for touchdown, please. That was awesome. The still picture of him after he did that with the hand with the arm shrug, the fucking G moment. Epic. Vikings X page made it their profile. I'm like that. That right there is it's Hall of Fame picture if he gets there. I don't care for seven games into his career. That is the biggest fuck you moment. <laughs> That's such a big fuck you moment. Uh, I love it. All right. Anything else for this week? No, I'm all good on my end. I'm good. You're good. Streamer right Hopper, did you find a streamer Hopper? Uh, no, I looked at the games and decided I hated all of it. <laughs> there's I mean, a bajillion other podcasts and articles the, you can read with just, streamers. Yeah, and there's really not anything I Rashi Rice. Just keep just keep yeah. just keep chasing Rashi Rice. Keep running that out there. Yeah. Just keep chasing. Yeah. And uh uh Michael Bayer. Another Ooh, rookie tight end finding snaps in production. Except you can see week. the battle, yeah, right. You can see the battle of Mayor and the Porta. That'd night. be good. Mr. Right. Tight end versus tight end you. Mm-hmm. I'll see you.